Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. He's back. You've asked for him and he's back. Talking about disgusting Justin. A lot of people listening to that episode were like, dude, you got to get that motherfucker on again. Of course, we drug him out of the depths of darkness and back on to Drinking Bros podcast again. This guy's fucking hilarious, man. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of Justin, and I, and I hope he's uh, on the show a few more times. First and foremost, so before we get into it, we got some sponsors. We got a new one. We got a new one. This one, actually, we've been reaching out to people. You guys have asked for promo codes for things. Um, be it sunglasses or headphones. And so we reached out to Beats by Dre and we're like, hey, dude, um, can we get, a, we get a discount for Drinking Bros? Because you guys' fucking headphones are $3,000. And they were like, no, because we're Beats by Dr. Dre and we don't have to. Uh, so we hit up a couple other companies that we liked. One of them is, is Raycon.com. Um, they're fucking reasonably priced. And with the, the promo code Drinking Bros, you get 20% off. These things are like 50 bucks. Um, they look cool. These are Snoop Dogs. I don't, know, I don't know what happened with him and Dre. I don't know if he forgot about Dre. But he didn't forget about these fucking awesome goddamn earphones. I wear these to, to run in. Uh, I'm, I don't like the AirPod shit. It looks like cum dripping out of my ears. I don't like those. They don't fit my hole very well. Either, either hole very well. Um, these Raycons, though, are the, the fucking best. They're wireless. Uh, they've got a nice little charging station. It's like a little tiny box. You just pop them in there. You're good to go. And these fucking things have, have gone through rain, sweat, sleet, and you know the, the 5,000 pounds worth of iron I pump in the gym every day. I fucking love these goddamn things. Uh, the Raycon E50s, dude, are the wireless ones that have changed the game for me. Uh, super comfortable. You don't even notice they're in your ear. Uh, I love them, bunch of bunch of fucking colors and uh, unbeatable prices. Go to buyraycon.com slash drinking bros for 20% off your order. Again, that's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash drinking bros, 20% off of wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now's the time to get this amazing deal. Buyraycon.com slash drinking bros. Next up, as always, we got blackriflecoffee.com. A little BRCC to fill up that cup. Uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com is a premium roast-to-order coffee. Big fan of these guys, obviously. Uh, my B-Fries own them, and uh, they're making some rad vids. Their Mother's Day video was amazing, man, if you haven't seen it. Um, I, I, I hopped in on that one, did a little Morgan Freeman at the end of it. Uh, they've got a, a premium roast-to-order that's coming to you straight to your doorstep on the same date of every single month. Uh, use the promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off of that. I'm sorry, no, it's Drinking Bros twenty. That's the new one for twenty uh, percent off of BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month program. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. We're doing some big, big stuff with GhostBed coming up here in the month of June. We love GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Another company, man, who's just like, yo, I know. That 80% of your audience is military and first responders. So let's offer a permanent 15% discount. Dude, on a mattress, that is a big ticket item. And we're super stoked to have them on. And that's, dude, that's available. So when you go to 
to uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Just go down on the bottom of the page. You'll see it 15% off for anybody who's military or first responder. And again, man, when you're buying a mattress, that's like an extra $200 off. If you're a regular human like myself, there's still a, a ton of great deals out there for uh, mattresses, pillows, sheets. Dude, their pillows are just as goddamn good as the bed. And uh, their adjustable base is better than the Craftmatic itself. And as always, 36-month pay-as-you-go interest-free program. That's amazing, dude. Uh, 36 months, no interest buying a mattress. Nobody on the internet is doing that. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Last but not least, we got bisonunion.com. Be the bison. Look, if you're following Bison Union on Instagram, you'll see that they're opening a new store. They're serving Black Rifle Coffee in the store in, uh, I believe it's Sheridan, Wyoming. The grand opening is June 14th. Be there if you live in Wyoming. It's amazing. Uh, You can also buy some of the finest apparel in the land. Look, we all wear this shit all the time. Uh, On Instagram, everybody's always asking me, dude, who's who's your hats and your tees from? It's Bison Union. Uh, They just make cool shit for dudes, man. It's comfortable. You can wear out. You look good in it. It fits nice. Uh, And the designs are dope. Uh, I know uh, Bert does a lot of these for uh, Black Rifle as well. And uh, love Bert. Support Bert Kuntz from from TV. Go to bisonunion.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off. They got short sleeves, long sleeves, belt buckles, boots, hats. You name it. They got everything there. Love bisonunion.com. Drinking Bros twenty percent off. Now let's get into the show with disgusting Justin, shall we? <laughs> Yes. Justin, stop no, There's no right, fucking dude. way, dude. He's you back. Can't. I can't, He's man. back, ladies Disgusting and gentlemen. Disgusting Justin. Disgusting Justin is back. And this is no Here lie. Before we went on air, you were swiping right as fast as you fucking could. I was, man. Yeah. I mean, Why? It's, a, it's just a probability. You know, it's a probability game. Yeah, exactly. Get the nose out of the way. It's statistics, basic it statistics. So at this point, because it's uh, we're, we're gonna go, we're gonna tell the audience what time it really is, right? Because actually, we we're really drinking. This is old school drinking, bros. Really drinking, really fucked up. It's twelve fifty three in the morning. Who are you oh, swiping right really on? That's that gonna answer that, right? Oh, literally nobody and everybody. Has there has there has there been anybody at twelve fifty three who's just like yeah come on over? Um, I mean, back in the day, I've had that. I had one time a girl that I matched. It turns out she lived like two blocks from me, right? And it was cool. And uh, you know, I'm like, hey, it's really late, and she's like, NBD neighbor, lol. I'll be there in a bit. Wait, what's it? Whoa, for the audience? Like, whoa, no, whoa, we're gonna no, go. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, no Laugh big deal. out loud. Laughing out loud. Yeah. yeah. And so whatever, she shows up, and I'm like. Wow, you made it. Hey, how are you? And I'm trying to do the sweet talk game and all this bullshit. And before I mean, I'm like trying to hold her hand and be nice to her. She's like, you already know why I'm here. And just starts undoing my pants. And I'm like, within minutes, dude, having sex with this girl. We banged for quite some time. You know? You're kidding. Yeah, but then she got a boyfriend. So whatever. You know? <laughs> wait, wait. She got a boyfriend after or before? Yeah, like we were still kind of messing around and uh, got to the point when... I mean, I would, she would just call me, hey, come over, and it was cool, but I think she was looking for more, right? I was just like an empty... When you say more, you mean like an actual human Like being. a human interaction yes. relationship. Because you're not a human uh, being. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. like, hey, come here at 2.30 and fuck me and spit on my face or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, Did you so. spit on her face? 
Dude, yes, hundred percent. Holy shit! So, so yeah. right off of Tinder, spit on her face, and then she says, "I'm looking for more." First of all, it was Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Oh, okay. Oh, right. No, I apologize. That's me. Look, ben. we're that's, fucking, that's my fault. We carry a lot of brands in this company. I appreciate if you fucking stay yeah. with. The I actually have brand. a friend. I actually have a friend the other day that hit me up. And she was upset. She was upset that I didn't say her story, right? She's like, I'm surprised the cookie story didn't make it on there. That is fucking... So you've all heard the episode discussing Justin. I don't remember what number one it is. Of, I, I don't but either. It was fucking but I'm going to say this. Dude. That was one of our all-time faves. Everybody requested that great, episode. Yeah. Everybody was like, yo, you got to get this fucking guy back yeah. on. What's Amazing. his story? So that and I said, dude, next time I'm out in San Antonio, which is now, yeah. I was like, well, dude, we'll get discussing Justin on. We yeah. can go through his whole shit while we're here. Yeah. I love that the fucking major complaint wasn't some woman that you talked about on the show. Yeah. It was someone you didn't talk about on the show. Yeah. yeah. It was like, why she was like, you I'm surprised tell Cookie's story? This? What did she say? I'm surprised Cookies and Cream didn't make the cut. Okay, so tell us uh, Cookies and Cream then. Because I mean, is- honestly, it's not even that crazy. It's just... What's fu- wait, wait a minute. It's because it was Tinder and Bumble. And to be honest, I met her. No big deal. NBD for those of you fucking millennials out there. Yeah. I met her in real life. Really? Where so you drops Mike, show's over. Let, 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 me, let me stop you right there. So you met her in real life. Then you I saw her yoga. with her on Tinder. Or no, no, no. No, she was just like, I'm surprised cookies and cream didn't make it. Let's just fast forward. Fuck it. Okay, I met her in real life. I was at yoga, saw her, and then I go to a bar, still golden, where we just came from, and she's sitting next to me, and she says, hey, oh my God, I saw you at yoga. By the time you know it, she was like saying a joke, sucking my finger, and you met her, Dan. You met her. Gonna, I'm not going to say her name. Gonna, wait, going to get back you up there. Why was she sucking your <laughs> yeah. finger? Because that's not a thing that happens out I, in public. I meet people all the time. We're on the road a lot. Yep. We yeah. meet random drinking bros and no one sucked bros. my finger. You? you? You and I will often show up at a bar. No one knows who we are. Yes. And we're just like, hey, we're fucking ready to get drunk. Let's do it. And then no one sucks my finger. Ever. No one's ever so sucked Dan's finger. So tell me why. I honestly cannot give you a solid answer. The only part that I remember is she was sucking my finger. It probably had to do with, hey, look at me. I'm crossing the line. And she's like, you want to cross the line? Next thing you know, boom. She's sucking my finger, trying to be funny. But I'm like strangely aroused, right? And I had a buddy with me and I'm like, ha ha, she leaves. She actually jumped on a scooter and went into one-way traffic. I probably should have stopped her, but she made it. So we're all good there. But Like a bird? uh, uh, it was well, a lime. like Bird Box. It was a lime. Was... Oh, get with, oh, yeah, get with yeah, the yeah, times, yeah. man. It's yeah. 2019. It's Bumble and Lime. Oh, gotcha, anyway. gotcha. No, f- forgive me. Anyway, I apologize. Don't ever fuck that up again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but in LA, it's birds. So yes, yes. Or Henge. I, I yeah. apologize. Too, yeah. Continue, anyway, sir. So uh, anyway, whatever. Moving forward, uh, I get her number. Things are cool, and I don't. Hold on. We're we're walking to her apartment, and there's a fucking cookie store. Right, it's got like cookie and cakes, etc., and it's right be- below her complex. She says, "Do you want anything?" I said, "No." She got some cookies and she ate it all the way to her door. I got to her door, I open it. She's still eating cookies. Uh, we start kind of kissing. She still has crumbs in her mouth, uh, and we're kissing, cool. And she ends up getting down on her knees, busting my penis out. Right, I'll say penis because I'm a fucking Bust, gentleman. Busting it out. So when you say busting it out, like bottom, I just I whip my dick was out. Was it dude. gently or was it like? <laughs> Wait, hey, you? She... Is it? Was it her? Or you what is this? Forty shades of fucking gray here. No, no it's well, fifty we, we, shades we of gray. No, like so. when a penis busts out of jeans, that is usually like a bull charging through. Yeah. Gates. That's George Michael in the L.A. fucking 
A hundred percent. Nineteen ninety two. The whole LA bathroom. Deal. The police yes. come. Everything else. Yes. That's busting in. Yeah. If if she's gently laying your penis out like to dry, like like a Laura Ingalls thing. It's very little house. Like we're gonna wash our clothes out <laughs> on the rocks Nobody can in the see river. This. Why are you grabbing, that's laying your penis? Why out. is your hand on my leg right now? Dude? But because I'm showing you how to lay a like, penis why, out properly. Why this is, is your head in my crotch? For right the you've got to lay a penis out properly. For the audience, you now know that Justin knows how to play the off camera bit. There's no. Yeah. There's there's like no that. camera. This is all just uh, oh, It's all Ross, audio. Ross. Oh. Well, anyway. to be honest, we have cameras set up in the room. Oh, do we? And they're too entrapped. So, so they're not gonna know. But okay. it, so it's it all was. Fake. It was a nice backhand. It was a, good attempt. It it was was a, a limp attempt. backhand in the back of the leg. Anyway, it was very okay, moving forward, moving forward. I don't know how one thing leads to another, but uh she fucking ends up giving me head, and when I end up nutting, I shot so far, went over her head, some of it in her face, and some of it in her mouth. And when she opens her mouth, I noticed that there were still fucking cookie crumbs in her mouth, right? Like, it was pretty fresh. She literally got to her apartment, ate the cookies, and boom, that happened, whatever. So our little inside joke between me and her is cookies and cream. So if you're listening, I won't say your name. I mentioned cookies and cream. It was fucking great. Don't say a real name. I like no. that. But the cookies and cream story is good. Here's the thing with me, right? Yeah. If you're a fucking girl... Right? Sure. You eat cookies and you go suck dick. That's a fucking great day, bro. Yeah. Is it like though? A, for me, if I had a steak and then went eating some pussy, that'd be the fucking best so day of my bad. life. It's not a bad day. You bet. But but it it depends on who it is. Of course. Yeah. It, it if, always if depends on who it is. If you're a pleaser or you're a me, me person. Exactly. So yeah. like like the girl you're describing, this lovely lady, uh this this little this you little know what's cool is is we've never had sex. Every time we've hung out, she just sucked my dick. Shameless plug. Hey, if you're listening, we should get that going. Yeah. I'll let me, cookies let me in your vagina. Someone who has hired Justin has known him for a while now. You should fuck him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Shameless just, why plug. not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck it. Let's do it, Jessica. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Real names. <laughs> Fucking do What's this. What's her last name? What's her social security number exactly. and address right now? Where Come does on. she live? I can't, I can't say it. Jessica Canales. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Jessica Canales. get it going. How, how long have you guys been hooking up? Um, we've never hooked up again. Jessica Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you Mexican, by the way? I am. Are I'm, you really? I'm half white. Half beaner, that makes me a uh, wiener. So. <laughs> <laughs> My sister taught me that joke. The one that I swiped right on. Speaking on of sisters, anyway. I told you about this, but his cousin, who is beep, that's her real name. Yep. Um, she came into the office one day. Everybody said she's hot. Is that true? She's, got, she's a very cute chick, good energy, but big fake teddies. So, of course, dudes are going to be like, she's hot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made some very off- color like casual comment it wasn't even that bad for me you know me i say yeah terrible. of course i say terrible things about everyone's family all the time yes but i said one really small thing about but he actually tried to actively hook me up with his cousin for a while really yeah I, so i'll I mean, say this when, when i came into black rival Co coffee uh facility, i mean he was, he was my boss at the time so I was like, no it's <laughs> fine hey i'm exactly. taking the day off but have what, fun banging my cousin can or whatever you, can yeah, you yeah, maybe but, give me but when 10, i came in everybody was just like hey this. Do you remember did the Disgusting Justin episode? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, dude, the cousin's really fucking hot. That wasn't a lie. And I was like, oh, shit, for real. People, like eight people whipped out their phones and they were like, dude, have you seen the photos of them? And I was like, that's how I started following you on Instagram. She is super fucking. I didn't know. Like, no shit. She's a cool chick and she's super hot. That's crazy yeah. to me. And you never she's hooked actually, up with her? I never have. I will say that she's recently 
single. Oh, she she, she was dating. Does that give before, you hope? Because right? you seem happy Dude, about she, that. Dude, because you were super happy about your sister matching with your sister on Tinder yeah. last episode. For those who don't, I mean, remember. my cousin was like, "Hey, I'm doing the whole Tinder thing. What's the difference, Tinder uh, versus Bumble?" And I'm like, "Tinder is trash. Bumble, it's trash and potential relationship, but it's still trash." And she's like, "Really? What do you mean?" And I said, "Find out for yourself." And then she tells me, I don't want to. I'm scared. Tell me. And then I said, fuck around and find out. And she's just not about it. So, I mean, whatever. Why don't you just give her? I know her name. No, no, Why no. Why don't no. you just give her? We won't say my, her name. No, of course not. No. Because. Follow her, me on Instagram and you can find. There's like three photos where it's me and her. She's got green it's eyes. It's actually better if you follow her. Uh, follow Justin on Facebook. Because it's easier to find people on Facebook. Yeah. It is. Your, your Instagram is also very accessible. Um, but yes. I, I want to talk about how did you guys meet? And what did you do in the military exactly? How did we meet? Yeah. Through my crazy ass ex. Really? Actually. Yeah. The one that tried to murder me. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they were like Instagram friends or something, right? So, yeah. Instagram fan or friends. So check this out. I'm at my old job. Uh, I'm trying to move on up. And I heard that Black Rifle was hiring. But. I had not applied. So apparently, so-and-so, your crazy-ass ex, I won't say her name, was looking at her Instagram stories, and Dan saw. And Dan started laughing and said, this guy is hilarious. So, of course, she says, oh, yeah, here's his Instagram. Look, he's got this video and this, and there's one video of me. When I get my college degree from Cal State Long Beach, gets delivered to my door, I open it, and I start shaking it. I'm like, I'm fucking rich, bitches. And I start just, this is how it works, right? I'm fucking rich. You peasants don't know anything and blah, 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 right? And so Dan says, wait, this guy's a degree in marketing. Was he in the military? And she says, yes, uh, he was a scout sniper. And so this guy, or Dan, my, my uh, former boss says, dude, give this guy my email. Fuck that. Let's get him over to Black Rifle Coffee. And that's kind of how it happened. I, I messaged this dude like, hey, man, uh, emailed. And I had literally zero fucking experience uh, doing what I do. But it's more so that I was a brand fit. And their deal was that I was a scout sniper. And they know that you have to have a higher GT score on the test and the ASVAP. A and B, you have to be smart. You can't just be an idiot sniper. It just life no, like doesn't work that Logan way. Logan Stark is a scout sniper. Sure. Like, you know how smart. Like all these guys are like, you have, you have to be able to do trigonometry problems in your head. On, I mean, the, to, on the fly, on the right? fly. Yeah. It's more just a formula. And you just plug in it. It is. Numbers. It is. But it's still like it's most quick. human beings can't fucking do that. Can't bro. do it. How many just, people have you killed as many people as Dan's killed? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll refrain from that. I mean, is it hundreds of people? No, Dan's killed, killed hundreds of I've people. I've not killed hundreds of people. <laughs> Would you say under 50 or over 50? Well, if we're talking uh, HIV, <laughs> it's <laughs> Dan quite. <laughs> I'm quite the killer. Justin was really experienced no, before. More than Charlie Sheen. Before brother. it became a crime to just give people AIDS, he was giving people AIDS all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. But also in Somalia, are you really giving AIDS or are you just living your life? Because <laughs> <Isn't, laughs> in, in Africa, it's Africa, brother. That's TIA, right? Yeah, so you don't this talk about Africa. You, you don't you, you won't talk about how many people and all that shit. Or do I you mean, even dude, know? No, 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 no it's point. not even that. It's it's. I'll be real with you because I know I'm going to have buddies listening to the story. It's not a ton of people, 100%, right? I've gone on a couple, like, when I was a grunt, when you would uh, engage, what you would do is you would just kind of shoot at car doors and windows yeah. and et cetera. Like, who knows? Yeah. Really? And, yeah. and then, well, I mean, like, like I did first, get blown up three times, right? And that was Yeah, I've been blown great. up with several times. Like, the, uh, the, the first dude I, I'm sure I killed yeah. was through a windshield somewhere. But like I, I just I trust my marksmanship, right? Yeah. But who knows? Like you, get, you get the, do you get the fuck out of there? 
And I'm asking oh, yeah. as a civilian. So, like, so Hodge has the best Kazavak casualty evacuation of any fucking organization I've ever seen. We'll get in a fucking, and Justin can definitely attest to this. You'll get in a full-on gunfight like trucks on a line. Just laying down fucking lead on yeah. this area. And you'll go assault. You'll do battle drill one alpha, which is what the army calls it, which is like you send an element out to one side that flanks their element. And then you push your main element through, through an LOA, like a limited advance. Yeah. And you'll get there and you'll go back to where you were shooting before. All the brass is gone. All the people you thought you shot are gone. Gotcha. It's fucking crazy, dude. So you don't really know, like you well, had, for for especially for a guy that was O three eleven and then Marine Corps. I was a, I was a mortarman first O three forty one with weapons company third battalion first Marines. But um, you you have no idea, like if you're laying lead down range. You, well, you know, there's only one incident where we got really up close and personal. And to be honest, uh, not to be a weirdo or anything, I would just refrain from speaking about it because we went to a court martial hearing and we were facing like forty years in prison for. Uh, Manslaughter, whatever. Well, <laughs> come on. I mean, you know, it's neither it's, here nor there. No, I mean, no, we got no. off. We didn't do anything wrong, but I just don't want to say anything. And then somebody pulls Listen, something up, and they're like, "That's not what was no, said in the trial." Double and, jeopardy, and this is a comedy show. She said so. she was eighteen. God damn it. <laughs> Where were you? What country? Uh, I was in Iraq. In Iraq. Okay. I, look, I, w- I won't pry any further than that, but because uh, the audience last time you were on the show didn't know. Yeah. Whether you were military or not, they were just like, yo, here's this crazy I was just guy. Disgusting Justin. Exactly. No, no, who a works lot of a people, black rifle and nobody yeah, knows. Yeah. Like, a lot of people ask, but the legit story is that we were looking for we were looking for people in our marketing department. I was like, look, there's a million people that can do marketing, but there's not a whole lot of people that understands what's what black rifle coffee is about as a company. It's actually very true. It is. It really is. And yeah. now that you've been here for over a year, you know what exactly yeah, like, what like the fuck I'm talking about. Like sometimes I'm asked to put these, these uh, cause, okay, so for anyone that is listening, I do all the ads on Google and YouTube and Bing and uh, the demand side platform. And now we have some other uh, platform. It doesn't matter. What I'm getting at is I make a bunch of ads and sometimes they'll say, hey, make this. And I'll be like, I don't think that makes sense. It doesn't speak to our audience. One, two, we'll work with outside assets and they'll come back with, hey, uh, I just know that the veteran community would tear this ad apart. It would hurt us more than it would help us only because I was in those shoes. And so I'll take a step back and I'll I'll just push back and say, hey, uh, you know, I I, change the messaging. That's the big thing. Like reviewing the books that people in our community write like like i do yeah it's like hey this one little piece is going to cause a shit storm change that you'll be good and he does that on a day-to-day basis gotcha because because when i when i see you right i didn't know you this is the first time we met in real life i didn't know you work for black rifle mm-hmm. one two your ears tell a different story. I mean, it's it's a fucking produce aisle. Like that is yeah. that I is am- cauliflower ready to go. So I'm like, dude, this guy's a trained fucking killer. You're the guy that walks into the bar. Then I'm like, yo, just let him in. Don't charge him nah, the fuck. Well, cover. even knowing what I know now, he's not only is he a scout sniper, but he's a fucking MMA guy that's won matches in Bellator. Yes, like- I, explain because that that's crazy. Explain that part of your background because that's I, I had no idea, man. Uh, man, this is actually. So real talk, I understand we are on a podcast and people are listening and et cetera. But, but all this shit is real talk. Like yeah, that, that's like what a podcast up, is. It's great. Th- this part to me uh, means, it means a lot, right? Uh, okay, so I have my black belt in jujitsu uh-huh. and I've gone through a lot to get here. I'm talking 
uh, breakups, relationships. Uh, man, I could just go on and on like money. I've been sleeping on couches. I've been homeless. I lived out in woods because I really wanted to obtain my black belt. So let me rewind to 2007, right? And I, I was crazy, man. I was in the Marine Corps. I was the guy that I would go out to bars. I would fight. I would show up to work on Monday with like a black eye and my, you know, whatever. Uh, one time my girlfriend beat the shit out of me. Everybody made fun of me, but you know. How tall was your girlfriend? Um... Taller than me because that's not hard because I'm five five, five six, like yeah, on Tinder. You're, you're, you're not very you're not No, very he's tall. five five, but five six on Tinder. Yeah. So it's like yeah, but either way. Um, that shows you the power. Dude, so I, I was out of my mind, bro. And everybody knew that. I would show up to work and I would just keep on being crazy on the weekend. And there was this Marine, his name was Sean Stokes, right? And uh he tells me Should we bleep me, that last name? No. No, no, no. His Sean name, tells fuck you. No, 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 no. We got Sean says you're a great guy. You gotta bleep that part. Uh, 100%. So he ended up telling me that he, you know, I think you'd be great at this MMA stuff. You should train in my gym. You know, okay, cool. When we get back from deployment, we're on deployment on our way to Iraq on a Mew. And he lived in my birthing area. He had worked in, at the uh, Marine Corps at the gym before this. He fought really hard to go on his fourth combat deployment. He comes out with us. I shake his hand and I tell him, okay, cool, man. I'll, I'll try out your gym when we get back from deployment. So one day I'm on a rooftop, I hear an explosion go off, boom, and uh, over the radio it gets called, uh, we have two friendly KAs, turns out it wasn't two, it was one, but it was Sean Stokes, he got killed, right? So on the way back from Iraq, I remember I was on a boat, I saw some dudes, I shook his hand and I promised him that I would try MMA as it would be good, and so I start training with these random dudes, they're idiots, they're hitting each other, bare knuckles, right? How, how old are you now? I'm 33. This no, no, I was, in, the, oh, in the story. I am 21 years old. So that's 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I see these Marines beating each other up. I say, what are you guys doing? And they said, it's called uh, MMA, right? And in 2007, you should not be bare fisting each other. Like, it's just, you know, whatever. So I start training. Uh, I met a couple of Marines. I met a dude that ended up going on to be a SEAL. He told me I want to do it. It's actually a pretty cool story with it. That's a sidetrack. And, uh... I get back from deployment and I see there's a flyer for a gym for a tournament, right? There's a tournament the next morning. And you're living where now? Camp Pendleton. Okay. So I get back from deployment and there's a flyer and it says, you know, jujitsu competition, 9 a.m. tomorrow. So my friends say, hey, let's get trash. We just got back from Iraq. And I said, cool, but I'm signing up for this tournament. So they say, okay, that's fine, but you can drink four beers tonight. That's your limit. For some stupid reason, like Marines are like, yeah, four beers is enough to still perform. It's gorilla math. Yeah. So yeah. we they, have they, a... They've been on enough fucking like platoon company yeah. and battalion runs. So yeah, I yeah. shotgun all four beers in a matter of like six minutes, right? Okay, I got four. Is that the limit? Guys, are you doctors? You're definitely not doctors. Uh, let's fucking do it. Boom. I shotgun all four beers. I wake up. I compete the next morning. I lose all my fucking matches, right? But I did well. And this coach walks over to me and he says, where, where do you train at, man? You're actually, you're not half bad. Where do you train? And I said, train. <laughs> What's that? And he's like, you don't have any formal training. I'm like, no, I just wanted to try it out. He gives me his card, man. And uh, the gym was called Subfighter MMA. I cruise in and like fucking 11 years later, man, I get my black belt. But before this even happened. You just got your black belt last year, right? Yes. Like seriously, 
I was trying to hire him for Black Rifle. And he was like, hey, can I get another month? Because I get my black belt ne- next month. Well, I mean, look, if, you, if you're spending 11, no, he had spent 11 years, years on dude. something, yeah. fuck yeah. Obviously, I, you're not going to give that up. Yeah. And I, no, told, I told the HR team, I'm like, look, we need this, but one month is like. Dude. If you guys would have said now or never, yeah, I would have said I'm so like, dude, yeah. you have no idea how hard Years, and how many relationships decade, I've lost. A decade, for this, right? A decade. I got a girlfriend I was in love with, dude, and eventually we broke up. And she said, "I need someone that puts me first. And for me to just give it up one month short, like it, life doesn't work that way, right? No. So I really respect them on that behalf for for accepting that. But uh, let me rewind a little bit before I fought for Bellator. I'm hitting pads in the gym the day that I signed my Bellator contract. For that fight, uh, there's a coach in there that has, you know, he's been coming to the gym for months and months and, you know, he gives us advice here and there and I would listen when, you know, when I could. And then one day he says, uh, man, I really like your style. You're not really scared of anything. You come very forward. You should be coming to angles more. However, you just continue to come forward. You really remind me of one of my, uh, one of my former students. Mm -hmm. He was a badass. But he ended up getting killed in the war. And he's like, tall, handsome gentleman with colored eyes. And I just, I just no, knew. Wait, right let me there. stop you right there. So nobody outside of the Mexican community says colored eyes. Yeah. He's but Mexican. Pe- people in the Mexican community say colored eyes if you don't have brown eyes. So, I learned that from Justin. Yeah. Who, who wasn't? Um, well, it was my coach, Dan, right? We just all call him Coach Dan, right? Yeah. And one day he says. Who is he referring to, though? Well, so he, he starts saying, you remind me of one of my old students that got killed yeah. in the war. Uh, tall, handsome gentleman with colored eyes, mm-hmm. but he got killed in the war. And I just stopped him right before he could even say the name. And I said, Sean Stokes. And his eyes just oh, lit up. Oh, shit. And he goes, you knew Sean Stokes? He was and in I'm your like, fucking team. Well, he was on my on my deployment. We were in the same company. He slept in the hooch next to me. We're in the same birthing area uh, on ship on the way to Iraq. Wow. And uh, dude, he's the one that shook my hand and said, you promised me? Okay, cool. You promised. And I said, cool. I shook his hand. Dude. And dude, I wanted to cry. I swear to you. That's a fucking great goddamn story. Yeah. And uh, man, I wanted to cry, dude. And so that's why I got started. But eventually you just, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, eventually you just do it, dude. You just go and you just fight. That's what it's all about. And dude, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm the next UFC champion, et cetera. I do this for me, man. Like, Eventually, you start learning that being a martial artist is so much more than, like, getting your black belt is so much more than than beating people up. It's about the journey, man. The experience, yeah, yeah. the work that you've put in, the relationships you've lost, yeah. and eventually, dude. Well, for someone like you that spent eleven years doing it, like that one moment where you're up against another guy that you know is good, yeah, and you make a move and he doesn't see it because you game planned it, yeah, that's the win, right? I mean, just like that little fucking everything, that everything little about bit of, it, man. Everything about thing. it. Everything about it. I, yeah. I fucking absolutely love fighting. Yeah. I love jujitsu. If you were to ask me, what's your proudest accomplishment today to date? Uh, it would be getting my, my black belt in jujitsu, man. I put in a lot and that of work, was dude. May of that was uh, June right? of 2018. So now so I've been June, training for yeah. 12 years. Yeah. So it's been like a, literally a year. about a year. Yeah. Yeah. What was your record in Bellator? I fought for them one time. And uh, I won. I, I took it on an eight-day notice. I won. I TKO'd the guy. Or I'm sorry. I, I submitted the he guy. He fucking Nate Diaz did. 
No, I, I submitted him, and then they called me back a couple times, but they were very like, hey, four days, can you make 135 or one? And I'm like, uh, let me just. You and make so, him 135. What are you at right now? Is, uh, uh, 165. I'm actually supposed to fight in June, June 23rd at 145. Yeah, 145 is your yeah. fucking standard, oh, right? I'll fight here a couple more, and of course, if, if uh, I end up winning the next couple fights and moving up to the higher level again because I haven't fought for a bit, then yeah, I'll drop back down to 135. What was your background in high school? Did you wrestle and all that shit? No, nah, man. I just played football. You're kidding. Yeah. You're from Laredo, right? Laredo, Like Texas. South, South Texas. Yeah. Damn, you're right on the border. Yeah. Did you hop over? Did oh. your parents hop over? No. No, he, well, sent, he sent me a picture about three months ago when he was on leave or whatever the fuck. And he was like, taking. he took a picture from uh, some strip mall. He was like, hey, that's Laredo right there. And this right here is where I grew up. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, there's a river. Like, and no dude, shit. Growing Shut up, the fuck up. Yeah. Dude, growing up, we used to grow up and, uh, or we used to party and we used to walk to Mexico at like 14, 15. Oh, shit. Tell them. Yeah. So. I already know where you're going. You know exactly. What, so you're 15 at this point, right? 14? I am in eighth grade. So 13 or 14 then. I, I uh, 13 yeah. or 14 if, in eighth grade. So tell him the story. Just, I'm going to shut up. Just tell him the story. So, uh, yeah, man. I tell my mom that I'm going to the mall. Excuse me. And you're in Texas. I'm in Laredo, Texas. Okay. Hey, mom, I'm going to the mall. I was all into going to church. Wait a minute. I'm talking about two different incidents. Because when I went in eighth grade, another thing happened. But again, that's neither here nor there. Uh, this one is... How old was I? I was... 17 I was 17 on this one right because I remember I had my tattoo when I was 16 so and you have to be 18 to be at where I was at so I'm going to church at this point I'm 16 maybe 17 right I'm going to church and I'm trying to like turn my life around because I grew up kind of crazy we all did and I'm going to church regularly and this guy that I went to church with got shot in a gang fight and he tells me hey bro can you come with me to Mexico to translate because I need to buy a diaper rash medication for my son in the United States. It costs a lot of money, but in Mexico, it's fairly cheap. Please come with me. I said, cool. Let me, let me take another church brother with me. Right. <laughs> me take another church brother. So I grab my other buddy. His name's David, right? Castillon. I'll say his name because he'll laugh at this if he hears it. Um, and we end up going down to Mexico, dude. And as soon as we crossed the border, my, my newfound Christian friend that was married with a child, as soon as we crossed, he's like, let's go get some hookers in Boys Town. Well, and I'm look, like, I mean, what, so wait, wait, hang on. I mean, he's yeah. not wrong. What's Boys Town like in Mexico for people who haven't? Boys Town is just, is it like lady boys in Thailand? No, it's, it's just a bunch of whores in like a city block. Standard. standard why, why Boys Town? Yeah. Why? I don't know. They they call it La Zona in Spanish, but it's yeah, just yeah, but Boys why? Town. I don't know. It's the only time I've ever. Where did you cross the border from the U.S. side? What's that? Like, what was the U.S. city you crossed the border in? It was Nuevo Laredo. It's okay. a very fucking dangerous. So Laredo, like, literally. So I work for USAIS Immigration. Yeah, and we we dealt heavily with ICE. Forty, literally forty miles due south of Laredo water, is a giant meth lab that's been raided like fifty fucking times. Really. So, so, I mean, this is like real life Breaking Bad type shit. Yeah. Dude, seriously. So, like that scene from Breaking Bad where the two Mexican dudes are talking to Walter White and, and uh, what's his name, Mike? Yeah. Where they, he had killed Gus and he was like, yeah, you goddamn right I am. That whole scene where the Mexican dudes are there, are, well, those are white dudes, but they represent the cartel. 
those cartel dudes, like all the Mexicans are making the fucking meth now. Gotcha. So what so, do you, what so, the fuck okay, are you so, doing over there? So yeah. I'm like, I'm legitimately trying to change my life. At this point in my life, I'm very Christian, right? I'm going to this church and we go down to Mexico and as soon as you cross, he's like, let's go to the horror house. So we go to strip club. He's like, this isn't a horror house. Let's go. I'm like, uh, whatever. So we go down. Uh, eventually he finds fucking Boys Town and these hookers come up and they shake my hand. And at this point, I'm still relatively innocent-ish. And these whores shake my hand and I'm shaking their hand like, uh, nice to meet you. And these cops roll up and they say, hey, everything's cool real quick. Let me just see your IDs. And then I say, I know that I'm underage. You have to be 18 to be there because it's technically legal. And I said, oh, yeah, I don't have mine. And the cop said, cool. Hey, just hop in the back of our cars. We're going to put you here. Just we're going to check everything out. And they drove us to a Mexican fucking jail. You and two of your buddies, right? Me and two of my buddies. Yeah. They drove their car and they threw us into a jail cell with bars and they locked the gate. And I remember thinking to myself, my mom thinks I'm at the mall in the United States. I'm in jail in fucking Mexico, bro. What was the charge? Uh, well, because you have to be 18 to be at whorehouses, apparently. No shit. And yeah. how old were you then? I was, the only reason why I know that I was 17 or 16 is because I got my tattoo when I was 16 on my arm. This tribal fucking dragon that my mom took me to get. Anyway, you don't need to see it. No one can see. Um, no, but it's good your mom took you. My mom took me. I was 16. Dude, his, his mom. <laughs> my mom's a shit. It's fucking so funny. Yeah, my mom. That's so did, why. So did oh she my find God, it hilarious dude. that you were in jail? And well, like, listen, the whole reason all this shit's happening is because of his mom. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. We end up getting to the jail cell and these cops start asking us money. Or they, the cops start asking us for money, right? And they start saying, you are not 18. You have to be 18 to be here. And I said, look. I like in Spanish, I start saying, I'm from the United States. You see this tattoo? You have to be 18 to get a tattoo in the United States. And the guy said, oh, in Spanish, he says, oh, that's a cool tattoo. And he rolled his sleeve up and he goes, look, I have one too. And I remember being like, fuck. So I look at the two dudes that I'm with and I said, guys, guys, I know what we need to do. And they said, what? What is it, Justin? Are we going to break out? Are we going to kill the cop? What the fuck are we going <laughs> to yeah. do, Justin? So like head. his buddies are... Debating on how they're going to do Like, how are we going to get out? And so what yeah. do I do? I'm like, think, think. And I'm like, guys, guys, we need to pray. And the guy that got us in the whole situation, that was my church boy, that got shot in the leg, that like, quote unquote, turned his life over, that was like, let's get some whores in Mexico, <laughs> right? Immediately, he's like, motherfucker, you think God's going to help us now? We're in a fucking Mexican jail. God's not going to do shit. And I remember being like, huh, what? But, but you're my church brother. And so, uh, whatever, it doesn't work out, dude. They, they end up, this fucking idiot goes to his sock, takes out a wad of money, and he says, Justin, ask them how much money they want with all of his money in his hand. And I just fucking put my hand on my forehead, and I look at the cop, and I said, my friend only has $40. And then that guy starts saying in Spanish, like, you fucking idiot, you think I'm stupid, give me all of it. And I'm like, dude, he wants how much money? You like? Yeah, well, he wants that. And they robbed my other friend, and uh, they tried to take money on me. I don't have a lot of money. And then they, I'm like, look, we don't have any fucking money. So the cop picks up some phone. It's like one of those that you you press the buttons. And he answers the phone without even any time to ring because I'm not an idiot. And he's like, in Spanish, he's like, what's that, judge? Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes, judge, yes, yes. And he hangs up and he says, okay, guys, you're free to go this time. But next time we're going to have to, and in my head, whatever, you just fucking yeah. robbed us. So we go back and the whole time the guy is saying, Fuck, I didn't buy the baby medication and I have no money. My wife is going to be Wait, pissed. Wait, one of your buddies. 
Whoa, they let us all go. I'm sorry. So the whole fucking point of this trip was your buddy was like trying to be flippant and he wanted diaper diaper rash diaper rash medication. But the real reason was he needed to get a fucking cheap prescription get... from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. But in reality, dude, as on. soon as you cross the border, like seconds after, he's like, "Let's go fuck some whores," and yeah, I'm like, uh, "I'm is. 16." Like, I have how, a girlfriend. How old is he, by the way? Oh, he was like 23, 24. 23. And so yeah. how, was the, how was the So child? now he's in his mid-40s. Uh, yeah, I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's either alive or in his mid-40s or dead. Yeah. So, dude, it was, it was actually pretty funny. And I get back, <laughs> and my mom says, how was the mall, sweetie? And I'm like, I was in jail in Mexico. And she's like, uh, what do you mean? And I tell her the story, and she just... Justin, you can't be doing that shit. You should at least tell me so I can know where to look. Yeah. Right? If something, but which is very true. Yeah. Like, if I have kids, that's a learning lesson. Like, hey, bro, if you're going to go to Mexico, this, the don't joke, go to the, Boys Town and this you have whole, a fake ID, you know? Yeah. This whole okay. story is so funnier because whenever he goes down to his hometown, he'll send me a picture and it's like, this is Mexico and this is fucking USA yeah. and it's like fucking three feet apart. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's we where used, you grew up. We used to walk across to Mexico at like 15 and they'd be like, ID and you'd give them a school ID that doesn't even have your age on it. It just says like that you're in fucking high school and the guy would look at it and look at you and be like, all right, cool, $10 cover. And we'd party, bro. We were 14, yeah. 15. It's fucking amazing, dude. We'd skip school and you'd have $10. Right, and you'd be like seven tequila shots, boom, 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 two dollars for hot dogs because they're fucking. You can get them for like a dollar, hot dog for a dollar, hot Bacon dog for a dollar, wrapped the yeah. whole shit. And then you have a dollar to cross back on the border, and you're like U.S. citizen because there's no passport deal back then. Especially with that fucking military ID. No, no, no. I'm talking like 15 Before years that? old, like 15, oh, literally in high school. And you skip school all day, and you'd get back home at like 4 p.m. And your mom, especially would say, if your last name sounds like you're like govern all my last name. Like this, at this point, I'm white. Like no. Sir, I live in the United States. I so came tell me about how you decide in any given situation whether you're half Mexican or half white. Oh, that's easy, bro. So if I get pulled over by the cops, officer, I have white. <laughs> white. concealed carry permits. But if you're applying to college. Oh, actually, I've got a story on this. And I got cleared. Oh, here we go. And I got cleared, so I can, I can uh, mention this part. So my whole little thing that happened in the Marine Corps, I got investigated by NCIS, and we were facing like 40 years in fucking jail right it's crazy so the ncis officer i remember i got hammered the night before because it was my birthday right and one of them gives me a, a bowl of popcorn here take this popcorn and i'm eating it i'm hammered still like oh yeah whatever this is a really good story so the the guy just says here's some popcorn so cool i eat it and then this other ncis officer walks in and he takes the bowl of popcorn and he's like like you don't need to eat that you don't look hungry you know and i'm like in my mind i'm like is this really happening? this is good cop bad cop this is exactly <laughs> what you see on tv but it's, it's like the lamest shit ever it's like, fucking lame dude yeah. and so this guy hits a tape recorder and he's like i'm going to ask you a series of questions and i didn't know that i had rights at this point you know cuz I, I you know that's the half mexican part of me thinking but, <laughs> like i don't have any rights <laughs> how no, old are you I am uh, 22 in the Marine Corps at this point. Oh, okay. So yeah. they hit record on this tape recorder and they start asking me a series of questions and they're like, name, Justin Governor, birthday, I give them my birthday, right? I give them all this information and then they said race. And dude, I was raised by my mother, but my dad is white. So I said half white, half Mexican. And they said, 
okay, you have to put one. Oh, for instance, let's say you're applying for a job. What would you put down on a job application? Just say that. Wife. And I said, I said, <laughs> it depends on who they're hiring that day. But in this case, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm white. And the NCIS investigator hits pause on the tape recorder. And he's supposed to be the bad cop. He bursts out in the laughter, right? He starts laughing super hard. And then he looks at me and he says, I'm going to ask you this again. You have to pick one and just run with it. Don't do that again. And I said, cool. So he starts over. Name, Justin Governor. And then blah, blah, blah. Race, white. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah. Free to go. It is Free to go. Is. Thanks, Justin. Great to see you. Yeah. We'll see you on Monday morning yeah. at the job interview. Yeah, pretty much, So. I mean, that's that's how I decide all that shit. That's, <laughs> that's fucking, fucking hilarious. Funny. Is it as bad as they say on the border? Like, is there people crossing all the time? Like, what's the real deal? Because we, we see in the media, Bro, I'm not from Texas. I'll be real with you right now. I, I, I know that, like, a lot of people listening are going to disagree. Mm. Like, I am from the border, dude. There is no fucking crisis, dude. We all laugh and we're like, what crisis? We look around. There's no fuck. Nah. But it's played up on the media and motherfuckers believe this shit, right? And they'll sit back and be like, oh, fucking, there's a crisis and, you know, MAGA. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you need to chill the fuck out. Like, I'm from there, dude. Like, yeah, there's crime and shit. There's not fucking people overrunning our fucking and occasionally you'll see a dude fucking begging for water because he's about to fucking die and i'm not gonna be like make america great again i hope you die <laughs> Punch him in the fucking face yeah. dude yeah pour put like give him some salt water no i'll fucking like, here's some water bro I'll, I'll give him like water right like you give him water and a meal and they look at you and they're not trying to stab me they're like i'm a human i'm trying to fucking survive right and it is what it is but dude there's no fucking crisis dude that's all built up by the media and uh, it is. I I actually don't own a TV. I I don't really side with the media. And whenever people they just regurgitate shit, then of course they see it on the TV. Like I am from yeah. there, dude. It's there's no crisis, dude. It's not. Look, so, that's so me being real. When you when you see the media reports and you read the news and all that shit of of all of these immigrants coming in and flooding the countries, I mean coming and flooding this country, right? Where is that, or why is that, and, and is that not your area? Um, I mean, they're not coming through Laredo, Texas. I'll tell you that. I don't know where. The, apparently, on the other side of Laredo and Nuevo Laredo, there's a bunch of people just stacked in the border, just trying to get. Uh, but you've never seen that. No. Okay. I mean, that's me being real. No, I mean, it's, totally. Because it's, it's, it's like a coyote. Yeah. It's a coyote and fucking forty civilians, mostly women and children. That have husbands or uncles or grandfathers or whatever the fuck that are working here illegally already. They're trying to get over. From my experience at USCIS. And yeah, dude, there's not fucking. Homeland Security. Let me, it's like, let me it's, it's mostly my that. body very dangerously and no, it's go to the United States to it's rape never that. people. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, no. it's just not very logical, dude. So how does your family get, get here? Uh, they came here legally. My mom is from Mexico. My grandparents are from Mexico. I've my mom has eleven brothers and sisters. Holy they all shit. came here legally. Eleven, yeah, dude. So one of twelve. Yeah, and Jesus dude, it's a fun ass family, dude. Like I grew I've up, seen your fucking video. It posts. is fun, dude. But everybody came here legally. So what's funny is my mom's always been on the right and voted Republican. Republican. This is the first year that she didn't vote Republican. Shocking, right? Whatever. But um, dude, she even has an issue with people coming here illegally. Cause she'll argue, dude, I remember when I was 11 years old, my mom said, 
Justin, she came home super excited. was like, Justin, I did it. I did it. I'm like, what did you do, mom? She's like, I'm a United States citizen. And I remember being like, uh, all right, whatever, big deal, right? But I was a kid. I didn't understand. But now you understand what the fuck. Now it makes sense, yeah. man. I went and I fought and all that shit. Yeah. But uh, look, that's look. a big deal for people. I work for USCIS, and they do all the naturalization ceremonies across the country. Yeah. And one of the bullshit details, like the fucking, like in, when you're in the military or working in government service, you get tasked out to this bullshit. The bullshit I got tasked out to was working these ceremonies. It was like people who were in dire situations who became Americans that day. I'm like, man, I'm not a big flag waver myself, but I'm like, fucking, yeah. the rest of the world is fucked. So, so, so let me ask you yeah. this, because everybody who has come here legally, right? Yeah. And has, has passed and, and all that shit has a great sense of pride of being an American and passing the, the citizenship test and all that stuff, right? They seem to want all of the illegals like as far away from them as possible. Yeah, they're bitter, bro. Yeah. What, they're fucking can you explain bitter. Because that? they had a huge fucking problem getting here. And they're like, hey, everybody. It's just like any Let other. Let the fucking Mexican I know, but it. it's like any other military school. <laughs> yeah, I was, about to, I was about to go right there with like, the military. It's like, a badge thing. Like, I yeah. feel like, yeah, it's like I went and I fought and all that shit. I got blown up three times. I fucking woke up one time and I thought I was in high school, right? Legit. I got blown up and I woke up. Is it time for school yet? And am I bitter about that? You pretend those things don't affect you. Fuck yeah, they affect you. Fuck yeah, I'm bitter. So you hear somebody say some shit like in the mil- like not in the military, and they'll say something like, nuke the whole Middle East. They don't deserve And I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. And you're just angry. You're just bitter, right? Like they haven't gone through what you've gone through to get to where you're at. And here you have somebody just fucking, you know, um, you know, I mean, whatever, dude. You, no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? I, I, like, okay, I'll just say yeah. it. Fuck it. It is what it is. People might hate me. I might lose followers after this. But the whole, there's people that are like that. They're like, MAGA, MAGA, nuke the Middle East. And you're like, you need to chill the fuck out, dude. You know, you need to take a step back. A, and uh, B, it's kind of the same thing I feel like with the citizen citizenship uh, status. I've got family members. They're very, very proud to be American citizens. And they were born in Mexico. And they are, I'm telling you, they are super proud you know what I mean? And yeah. so, because um, we, we had Crispy on. And yeah. so, Cri- Crispy told a, a very o- similar Omar's parents are from, yeah. Correct. And he, t- yeah. he told a very similar story of like, man, the sense of pride I feel about being an American, like, fuck everything else, man. Like, that. Especially from Texas. Yes. Correct. Like, you are. You're from South Texas, but you're an American. Yeah. And it's like a whole, it's like, yeah, we, we hang on to our roots, but we're fucking Texans. Which is one country and Americans, and then we're first Americans, which yeah. is a fucking whole fucking bigger. And he was amped to go to war. Did you feel the same sense of like, hey man, I'm an American and I'm fucking amped to go to war because of what's going on? I mean, I partially signed up. I was a kid, bro. First off, uh, I'm very very proud. Trust me. But I signed up at 17. I was a I don't know if I was junior or senior in high school. I signed up. I was super pumped up to go to war. But I'm again, I'm telling you. My, everything changed. Patrol number one, I'd never even been out outside the wire. They're like, hey man, you're going to go on a patrol. Cool. On the way to going to where we needed to be, I remember uh, I saw an explosion go off pretty close to our vehicle. Another one went off. So my buddy said, IED, boom. Another one goes off and he says, daisy chain. And then a third one goes off, boom. And he goes, uh, uh. And one of my senior Marines said, it's a fucking... Mortar attack, you fucking idiot. Or he says, it's incoming, you fucking idiot. 
and I hunkered down below the armor a little bit. We didn't have armored vehicles. We Definitely. had sandbags on the floors, right? And then one of um, my senior Marines slaps me on the leg, and he says, welcome to Iraq, Governor. And I'm thinking, holy fucking shit, whatever. So I'm gripping my rifle. I'm super amped up, dude. I'm really ready. Like three, four hours pass, nothing happens, right? And I remember thinking to myself, this is actually kind of boring. This isn't that bad. And I set my rifle down on the table. And or I'm sorry, on the table. I set my rifle down on the truck. And as soon as I did that, ba-boom, I saw a flash. Uh, fucking woke up. And as I was waking up, I'm like, oh, is it time for school yet? I love when this happens. I still have a couple of more hours of sleep. Yeah. And it turns out, I'm like, oh, shit, I see black. Oh, oh, fuck. I had a dream. I went to Iraq. And I had joined the Marine Corps and then I smell the sulfur and then I hear people screaming and then I start thinking, well, I think I'm dead. This isn't that bad. Right. And when I finally do wake up, I fucking wake up. First thing I do is I check for my rifle then I check my legs and my arms. I don't see any blood and I'm like, take a breath. I turn over my buddy next to me is having a fucking seizure bleeding out of his uh, nose and mouth. And I remember saying, hey, green's hit. And my team leader's like, hey, we just hit a fucking IED. Are you all right? And I'm like, green's hit, green's hit. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Get out and get security. We're going to get attacked. And just right then and there, bro, I'm 19 years old. Just shh, it came, you know. So what I'm getting at is it, it's one thing. And, and I was one of those guys. I was like, man, I can't fucking wait. I hope I go to the war in boot camp. I was so amped up. But then shit hurts, right? Like I'm fortunate enough to quote unquote not have any injuries. I do have like a cheesy purple heart out of the ordeal. I, I don't feel like anything really happened other than blood in my ears, right? Blew out my eardrums, got knocked out, blah, 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 right? But what I'm getting at is uh, fucking yeah, man, I'm pumped up to go and this shit happens. And when it's said and done, you fucking open your eyes and you're like, okay, this is, this is fucking, this is the real deal, you know? So I was very proud and I regret none of it, but I just feel like everybody has a false sense of reality until you're actually there. You know what I mean? Everyone I feel like has gone through at least one thing that were, when, when you're doing it, you kind of cringed a little bit inside and you just realize like, this is fucking crazy or this is wrong. It's, it's the old shit. What's that? It's, it's the old shit. Yeah. Like this is real. Yeah. Like fuck. I, I remember how we're talking about like citizen yeah. granted this is a little bit different, but like citizenship and all that. I remember uh fucking a bomb went uh, I didn't know that it was a controlled detonation, but a bomb goes off, boom, and we kind of like hungered down a little bit. And a couple minutes before a vehicle came running through the through the village that we're at or through the little city, and it was shot up by bullets, right? And they killed somebody, I I believe accidentally, like a local, right? And as they were getting pushed through the city, they had Marines patrolling next to it. And all these Iraqis were screaming and crying because they recognize the vehicle and they know that they know the person that got killed. Right. So they're screaming and they're crying. And right after you saw the vehicle rolling through, I heard the explosion. But boom, and all of us kind of hunkered down. And then you just hear all the radio. Hey, that was a controlled dead. Nobody freak out. Okay, cool. Well, whatever. And everybody in the village went running inside for cover because it was really loud, right? And the only person that didn't laugh was like maybe a four or five-year-old kid. And he looked, he was playing with us, right? And he looks at us and it went boom and everybody ran for cover. And the little kid looks at me in the eyes and he goes, boom, and he starts laughing. And I remember I looked at my buddy Green and I said, man, this kid's fucking gangster. Like, look, at, and, and I had like a little epiphany right there. I didn't say anything because you're not really allowed because you can't really be a human like in these instances, right? And I remember my brain was just like, 
holy fuck, this kid doesn't know anything different. He's like four or five years old. His only memories are war to the point when he hears something that could potentially kill him, he just laughs. He laughs it off because he's a kid and says, boom, you know. And uh, th- those are super, that's, that's very sobering to me as an American citizen. Just having, it's, it's not so much about fighting for your country. It's about having experienced other people that are way less fortunate than you. Right. And taking a step back and being like, God damn, we are so fucking lucky. And I feel like my my family members that grew up very, very poor, like very poor in Mexico, have the same perspective where they all came to America. They have the American dream. They have families, etc. That's a really interesting because people here. People like Matt, me, Jared, Evan say this is the greatest country in the world. And they're like, "Eh, it's American exceptionalism. No, we've seen how fucked up it is. And other countries like, man, we, it's, it's not, it's not like a pride thing. It's like, holy shit, we are lucky as fuck, man. Yeah. I was born in a place where I can believe and do what I want and nobody tries to murder me for it. Like, holy shit. Like, it doesn't seem like a profound statement at the time, but then you go see these other places and you're like, holy shit, dude, this is real. Yeah. And, and for you personally, like this, this was the first time you got blown up and that happened twice more. Yeah. And all three times, uh, nobody got hurt. Or I'm sorry, nobody got hurt. Everybody got hurt except for me, right? And uh, like the, the first time, guy next to me got hit with some shrapnel in the face. Uh, I believe two other people got hit. Um, and literally right next to me. I mean like the guy right fucking next to me. And the, the second time I got hit, um, man, you see a flash, dude. And, and people say like you don't see it coming if you die, which I kind of think is bullshit. Because like you see a flash and you always hunker down and then you feel the explosion hit your, your chest and your snot yeah. comes out. The concussion, yeah. It fucking hurts, man. It Sucks. really does. I don't think I've ever felt anything more painful in my life. So whatever, boom, and it hits me, boom. And I remember just screaming. Every, oh, it's not that I wanted to scream. It's just that all my arrows were like. Ah. It wasn't a scream. It was like all the it fucking air in your body just got sucked out of you. Yeah, dude, it, it, out hurts, of you. Yeah. Dude. it sucks. And so, uh, man, I remember I... So what's funny about this story is I've got my own memory of this, right? And my memory is that I fucking hopped out of the vehicle like a badass. And I fucking looked over the hill and I was saying like, where are you, motherfucker? And I was waiting to get ambushed because there's a hill right over us. And I was just waiting, dude. And I was going to fucking murk everybody. And my buddies tell me that's not what happened, right? And I'll explain that part in a minute. But so whatever, I got blown up. Boom. And what's funny is I'm like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus. And I remember, ba-boom, thinking, I said out loud, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I said it over and over. And I fucking hopped out of the vehicle. And I remember seconds later, like uh, a Humvee tire, like I'm talking, it had been a while, dude. Humvee tire finally hits the ground. Boom. And it bounces up and it rolls That's around. a Humvee tire from the truck that got blown yeah. up. And then yeah. it starts raining shrapnel. And so I jump back in the vehicle and I close the door and I hear shrapnel here hitting the roof. And I'm like, all right, chill out. You're going to get attacked. Wait for it to stop raining shrapnel. Okay, cool. And I pop out. And that's when I did my little magic. Like, where are you, motherfucker? And my buddies are like, yeah. no, no, govern all. That's not what happened. We saw a cloud of smoke and we said, they are all dead. 100%. And they said, it was kind of comical. Like, Smoke cleared. We thought you were all dead. And we just saw you running in circles with your hand on your head, no rifle, and you're just running in circles. And we got there and you were just saying, fuck you, motherfucker, cocksucker, piece of shit, motherfucker. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what happened, brother. Like, I was looking over the hill waiting. They're like, no, dude, no. Like, that's 
and you were gone. I, I fucking I don't lo- remember that. I love the and, Marine Corps so much. I love it. Dude, that, just for that reason yeah. that he just described. And and there's uh the fucking my staff sergeant got out and was like, uh, you he started limping and I remember I was always the guy I was in another vehicle I was a dismount in the like a part of a squad and my buddy got in a fist fight with his uh, corporal. And because he got in a fist fight, they switched us out in vehicles and fucking we got blown up like two days later, right? And so what's funny is they tried to make me a driver and I purposely didn't want to drive. So I drove all fucked up when I parked. I drove normal, but when I parked, I drove fucked up. And right before this, they said, you know what, Governor, you're fucking fired. Like you're, you're sitting back in the back and at least in the back, I can get some action. Like if something happens, right? I, I link you're up a dismount, with a dismount. Yeah. I'm a dismount. I yeah. link up and things are cool again. So whatever. On the way back from that patrol, we fucking get blown up, right? And the driver split his hand open and he got out of the vehicle and was just walking with his head down and he was bleeding out of his hand. And I was like, Chewy, you're bleeding everywhere. And he's like, huh, where? And I said, your hand. And he looked at his other hand and I said, no, no, your other hand. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, and he just keeps walking. And I'm like, uh, instead of doing my medical training, I'm like, hold it over your head, right? And then I look over to my staff sergeant and my staff sergeant says, God damn it, Chewy. You're fired. Governor, you're driving next time. God damn it. And then he takes like five more steps and he's like, uh, fucking Muhammad, man. I swear to God. And boom, he collapses. And uh, as he's on the ground, you're fucked up, Staff Sergeant. He says, where? And I said, everywhere. And he had like 40 pieces of shrapnel on his body, right? Cool. Fuck. And then the, uh, the gunner was unconscious. So I, I go over and I'm like, hey, Staff Sergeant, I think, the gu- I think uh, Corporal Mendez is, is, is dead. She's like, hey, listen up. I need you to pull him off the roof, blah, blah, blah. So cool. Get him off the roof. And as I'm yanking him off, he starts breathing. Oh, I can't breathe. I'm like, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> Turns out his fucking rib broke and it punctured his lung and he had a hole in his leg. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't have a Do you fucking, give him a needle chest decompression or what? Uh, n- well, the, we call the bird and the bird did it. But there's actually a little bit of comedy in this. Uh, let's, let's rewind. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's rewind. I fucking couple, love this shit. Yeah. Let's God rewind a couple it. weeks, right? <laughs> this, this still makes me laugh. Personally, you shouldn't laugh at your own jokes, but this isn't a joke. This is my fucking life, okay? This is my livelihood at this point. So we go on patrol. Uh, for, for, before I went to Iraq, I, I met some random girl at a bar, and I went down on her, right? Blah, I never met her, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I do the ABCs with my tongue, A, B, because I read it in maximum B, because I'm young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, B, yeah. C, E, F, G, H, I, And if you say it like you're, you have Down syndrome, it's yeah. even better, right? Yeah, but yeah. you do it like I was doing the ABCs because I read it in maximum. When you eat a girl out, make the ABCs, and I'm fucking like... C, C backwards. And so cool, I do it. <laughs> and so we go on fucking, we, we deploy to Iraq, right? And we're not showering for like weeks, right? Weeks, maybe even months at a time. And I get, it's very cold and we're driving in trucks and I get a crack on my lip, right? And so what do I do? I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I've got a cut on the corner of my lip. It must be herpes. So I start fucking with it, right? We're not showering. And so I start telling my buddies in my platoon, hey man, do you think this is herpes? And they're like, no. Governor, you don't, you you don't fucking, get herpes from war, yeah. bro. Now, they're like, you fucking weirdo. No, you don't have herpes. And I'm like, are you sure? So then ask the next guy and the next guy. And then I start going to my, my corpsman like, hey, man, um, you think this is herpes? He's like, no, you fucking weirdo. And so I start whipping. By the time you know it, I'm whipping my dick out. And I'm like, what do you, this dot, this dot on my dick. And they're like, that's, oh, that's your skin, boy. bro. That's your skin. What are you talking about? I was like, is this herpes? They're like, so no, governor. So basically, Justin sexually assaulted an entire unit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, like, ask anybody. 
anybody at Serverless, have you seen Governor Nolan's dick? Yes. They're not going to let you finish. He put a picture of his dick on Facebook. He's like, hey, yeah. has anybody noticed yeah. anything because weird Because you were this? paranoid. Because I was paranoid. So let, let's, uh, I keep on going on patrol. So eventually, one of the corpsmen is like, Governor won't stop showing up asking me if he's got herpes. And another corpsman that I'm not even supposed to be talking to in another platoon is like, dude, Governor telling me the same thing. So they're all like, <laughs> let's just fuck with him. So they all start saying, let's tell him he's got fucking herpes. So I'm patrolling now, like, oh, one of my docs, dude, and I'm so naive at this point. I'm 19. I should have been like, you're fucking with me. Like, because the way that he pitched it was, yeah, um, I actually, uh, I pulled up my book and I was doing some reading and, uh, yeah, man, it turns out it is. <laughs> oh my and I remember being like, no. Of course. Of course. So so I go on patrol. I'm like not even looking for IEDs. I'm like, I hope I fucking step on one because I've got mouth herpes, right? It's literally a fucking cut. But your infected. life is over. You're Dude, like, yo, fuck I'm 19, bro. And so it's infected. It's infected on the corner of my lip and I keep touching it, right? And I'm getting dirt in it and I'm just fucking and just making it. it worse. Making it worse. The self and, so, and I'm not showering yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm putting hand sanitizer in there, dude. Dude, it's fucking so by the time you know it, people are making jokes like, oh, Governor has got herpes. I'm like, oh, my life is over. So <laughs> let's let's fast forward. Boom, I get fucking blown up, dude. We they throw us on a bird, they do a fucking tension hemothorax, uh, they yeah. stick a, a, a fucking needle in my buddy's chest on the bird. Between two and three, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they they fucking they throw us on a bird and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. And they're like, no, you need to fucking go. That was a really big IED. Like there was no more engine. Windows are bulletproof. They're fucking blown out. Those I don't concussions even are like for real, Ross. It's a real fucking thing. For a, for a bomb, yeah, one yeah. mile radius. Yeah. It's, it's no joke. So yeah. what happened? So, so fucking, they're like, get on the bird. You need to go get checked out now because that, that was a really big fucking explosion. Cool. They fucking throw us on a bird. Blackhawk. We land. We get to these fucking, it's a triage center and they're metal tables. This is where they take people, Marines and soldiers, when they're like severely fucked up. And they take us here. They're doing instant surgery on uh, three, all three of my buddies, right? I'm the only dude in the vehicle. I don't have a scratch on me. And they're like, look at the light. Look at the light. Okay, look, look. And they're doing this test and they're like, we need to make sure your brain is not swelling. That was a very big explosion. And I'm like, okay, cool. Doc, I need you to be 100% honest with me. He's like, hold on, hold on. Nurse, get over here. What's going on? And I'm like, tell me the truth, doc. He's like, what is it, Marine? What is it? And I'm like, is this herpes? Yeah. <laughs> his first, his first, he started laughing and he goes, fucking Marines, man. <laughs> No, first of all, I don't think that's herpes. Second of all, it's you've like, got way bigger shit to worry yeah. about than if you did have fucking mouth herpes. I love that that was your I'm first oh years old. question. I'm on a metal table. They're doing surgery literally on my buddy right fucking next to me. And I'm like, is this herpes? And he's just kind of dehydrated yeah. and he has a cracked yeah. lip. So, yeah. And so, his buddy's got like a fucking blown up brain. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and then they're like, get out of my triage center. Yeah. So uh, fucking that was time number two. <laughs> that's why i love the marine corps what like, was time number three uh time number three funnily or oddly enough funnily that's not a word we do we do words yeah. we do words yeah. so uh we're on patrol and dude time number one scared the shit out of me time number two i already knew it was like oh fuck that's what an id feels like and mind you we didn't have armored vehicles right until my third patrol so my third patrol we get hit boom it blows up and the guy next to me got knocked out from the concussion and the guy to the right of him, uh, fucking, I had been blown up with him. He's the guy that was seizuring. He got surgery and got sent back to us, right? So, boom, we get blown up. And the guy next to me, his name was Sharma. His head is leaned up against the, the truck because he's unconscious, right? And before he even wakes up, 
my buddy Green looks over at me and he goes, hey, Governor, number two together, baby. And we high-five over a Marine that's knocked unconscious still. And we high-five, number two together, baby. And we high-five. I'm like, number three for me. And then we look, oh, shit, Sharma's knocked out. Wake up, Sharma, are you okay? And he's, he's fucking, ugh. What happened? And I'm like, are you good? And he's like, yeah. Oh, God, what happened? Where am I? And me and Green instantly, you fucking bitch. That was weak. That was nothing compared to fucking the other IEDs. And he's like, so we medevac this guy. And I remember, I swear to God, we medevac him because we had to get another truck. Another truck pulls up, whatever. We, We drop him off at a hospital and we have to go back out for patrol, right? Fucking third time I got blown up. I fucking patrolled seconds later, just like my first time. Um, and so whatever, I remember as we're driving away from the hospital, everybody in the truck was sticking their fingers out of the vehicle, like, fuck you fucking fag. And we patrolled, we we went on like a week long, (laughs) a week long mission and we get back and he's like, Hey guys, anything happened out there? And instead of us being like, no brother, America all secure. Right. (laughs) He's like, he's like, anything happened out there? We're like, you fucking bitch. Did you like your sleep? You're fucking hot chow. You fucking faggot. Seriously. You get on a deployment. You could have the most boring deployment ever. And then some guy shows up late, and you're like, man, you fucking, you just got, I've got socks that have been deployed longer than you, you piece of shit. It's always that. It's yeah. so stupid. That's it's fucking so hilarious, silly. dude. So how long, how long did you end up doing before you got out? I just did my four years, man. That's it? Yeah, but you yeah. contracted for- I contracted for two years in Afghanistan. There you go. Okay. I mean, I, I'm very open about my experiences. Don't, don't get into all that, because that's future episodes. But he's like- one of the things about being a contractor is that you do like a, an intense short month period uh-huh. and you do like for somebody like him that was young at the time. Oh, I won the 20. Just do fucking crazy really? yeah. shit. Did you enjoy, let me ask yeah. you, did you enjoy it? Because half the people we come across just say one of two things. Either it was incredibly boring or it was a fucking blast and I wish I could keep going, but yeah. my body just wouldn't let me. What was it your... was it was boring, but uh, I got vacation every sixty two days for twenty one days. So they'd be like, we're, "Part of the deal was we're gonna pay you." I was making like one hundred fifteen uh, grand tax free, but at nine months out of the year, everything was paid for, right? So and they would also the part the reason why I took it is every sixty two days I got twenty one days of paid vacation, and they would fly you to Dubai and they'd say, "Where do you want to go?" Free. And I would be like, fuck. And it wasn't just really, I had like $3,200 out of Dubai to plan. And I had two months prior to plan. So I'd be like, fly me here, 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 and fly me back on this date. And they'd say, cool. Unfortunately, man, you went over your budget. You're going to have to, I'm so sorry, man. $200 is coming out of your next check. And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. $200 is coming out of checks for me to bang prostitutes it in was, these eight countries bro good fucking yeah i won the well i won the six countries in the marine corps i'm counting the united states in those 27 countries but other than that man like all the other countries were all done through contract it was fucking phenomenal dude how many dude. people can say they've been to 26 countries other than the u.s uh and, yeah. and but that, i guess that's my Very question few. is looking back at all of it now yeah would you go back fuck yeah dude i regret none of it dude it was phenomenal i quit my job one day i was on a rooftop and I remember just some bullshit, like an ID went off at the gate and, uh, it was just so dumb that it, I don't, I'm not even going to get into it, but, um, anyway, I remember just thinking to myself, this fucking sucks. I'm out. 
And everybody says, no, you're not. And I said, I'm going to go down and I'm going to ask them if I need to still be on the roof. If they say yes, I'm quitting. And everybody's laughing. No, you're not. I'm like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to fucking move to Thailand. And I went down and I'm like, hey, what's going on, Mr. So-and-so? Do we still need to be up on the roof? Blah, blah, blah. Your answer is yes. And I said, oh, okay, right on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Very, very much appreciated, sir. And I went down. I sat down at the desk and I fucking go to Google and I type in resignation letters and I plugged in my name where it seemed fit. And I gave it to my boss and he's like, wow. And he's from South Africa or South Africa. I was already talking in his accent. Yeah. He's, like, he's from South Just Africa. Calm down. Don't, don't Sinke, stolen. free us now. I no, mean, you were doing, don't you were doing blood down. diamond. Yeah. So, so I quit my job and I'm always fucking around as, as you know. Right. And so he says, wow, ears. They called me ears because my ears have been fucked up for a while. He's like, ears, this is very professional. And I'm like, ah, I just Googled it and plugged my name in where it seemed. He's like, God damn it, ears. Don't fucking say that. Don't fucking tell me, God damn it. Like, you're not supposed to say that part. And I thought it was funny. And so I quit. And everyone's like, where are you going? And I said, I'm moving to Thailand. And they said, and do what? And I'm like, I'm going to fucking fight. And I moved there for six months. And I had my yeah, first two amateur six, fights. Like, no shit. Six straight months. Bro, I fucking trained like six to eight hours a day, dude. Really? Yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot. One of my buddies from the 82nd, 2325 ARR, 82nd Airborne, has been there for about two years now, Tyler Byers. He owns a fucking gym there, and it's like every day. No, look, look Seven I, I days get a week. it. It does seem like a lot. Ask anybody who CrossFits for 40 minutes it's a day. fucking awesome. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's wow. six times... Everybody else is like, oh, 40 minutes. I was 40 minutes of CrossFit, brother. I worked out. These I worked guys, out. like a guy like him in Thailand is four to six hours a day, seven days a week for fucking months. And then, then prostitutes afterwards, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I will not confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> because you had to decompress, obviously. I will not confirm nor deny that. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I that know, was part of your training. I, I know you as a person. So we're in San Antonio now to interview Justin. Yes. He lives here in downtown in the Pearl District. Yep. So uh, some random cat came up to him one night. It's three in the morning right it now. It is, yeah. So, yeah. Some yeah. random cat came up to him one night and he was like, oh, man, I'm going to adopt this cat, brother. <laughs> so I know you in Thailand and I know I've been there. I know how many fucking stray animals or how many animals did you adopt in Thailand? Because there's dogs uh, everywhere. Do horse count? No. I'm just no. Okay. Um, nah, man. I mean, I, w- I was just out there doing my thing. Honestly, I only drank probably two or three times. I was, I was fucking on. I'm it, not bro. talking about drinking. I'm, a, I'm talking about you as a human Boring, being. Boring, dude. How many times did you adopt an animal or bang a transvestite or transsexual? Either, either, one. either or. Either one. I mean, can, can we just go with this? <laughs> <laughs> he was comfortable with the cats. The trannies, not so much. Not so much. Do you see that? Not so much. I've got a. No, I get it. But but cats are a delicatessen over there. You yeah. got a what? Uh, oh, when, they don't when I went to uh, when I went to Thailand my first time because I went first to check it out. I remember I partied with my buddies, and uh, I won't say his name, but it was a buddy that I worked with, and he had another friend that was working with Blackwater at the time when they were still a thing. I think they might have just turned the Z. Z. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. Oh, or Academy. I go to Thailand. Either dude. way, I go to Thailand with. Me, a dude that I served with, a guy that I contracted with, and a guy that was in Blackwater. And so cool. We go over, and in the morning, uh, one of my buddies that I worked with, like I saw him every day, he ends up showing me on his disposable, I'm sorry, disposable, on his uh, digital camera, right? This is 2009. So So, it's still like the Sony camera. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't no camera phones at the time yet. And he ends up showing me on on a camera a picture, and there's... A girl, you know, potentially 
on his lap. And he says, Woody notice. <laughs> I'm sorry. A, a potential girl on his lap. Well, she's Can sitting on his lap. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting into it. Oh, my she's, no, she's sitting on his lap. <laughs> yeah. She's, I want to get to this. She, she's, uh, she's sitting on his lap, and he goes, what do you notice wrong with the picture? And I'm like, um, I'm like uh, but I, I notice it looks like a man, but I'm like, uh, no, man. No, I don't know, man. But I know that they brought them home last night. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and then he goes, and then he goes, don't fucking lie to me, asshole. And he hits the, the button for the camera to zoom in. He's like, beep, 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 beep. He's like, look at those fucking hands. Enhance. He goes, look Enhance. at those hands. And he's like, beep, 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 beep. And then it shows the, the neck. He's like, look at that fucking Adam's apple. And then I'm like, how did you find out? And he goes, oh, when I was fucking him in the ass. And he was like, oh, God. And I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? And he's like, yeah, bro. I'm bang Dude, cock and balls and everything. And I'm like, no fucking way. And he's like, and so-and-so, I won't say his name. So-and-so was in the other room. So I got up and he said that he ran and he starts knocking on the door. And he's like, Bill, Bill, they're dudes. He's like, mind you, I'm fucking blackout drunk. So he said that he knocked on the door. And he's like, they're dudes, they're dudes. So he said that the, the fucking trannies were like, hey, you pay now. And they're like, we're not going to pay you. So that we were staying in a two-story villa. So yeah. these trannies ran over to the kitchen, grabbed kitchen knives. And we're like, you pay now. So my buddies are fucking combat veterans. They grab knives and they start inching them out as the whores walk backwards. And they're walking them out. And he said the whores make it to the door. They drop the knives and they run out. And I'm like, oh my God. And he fucking hits the trash can button. And he looks at me and he hits delete and he goes, not a word, governor, not a goddamn word. And I stay quiet, dude, I stay quiet. And I'm like, I'm in shock, bro. One of my good fucking coworkers is telling me that he fucked a tranny the night before. So I'm quiet, bro. Like, I don't know how to take this all in. Also, I'm like 25 years old. So I'm just kind of like clenching my asshole and clenching my toes and acting like nothing's wrong. And then he stands up and he starts waving his hands in the air and he goes, fucking Thailand, bro. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I saw this guy at work. I saw this guy at work when I worked with him and we worked on the same shift, just different posts, right? And I was the fucking DDM for this project. And every time he would walk by me, like walking to another shift, he would just look at me and just smirk and he would do the same motion with his hands like the fucking Thailand. He, he'd just walk by and do that and I would just, I never told a soul that I worked with, right? <laughs> but he fucked a man and hey, he told me and it's a good story. That's what, a great story. Yeah. That's a you can't fucking, buy these experiences. Man, or you could have no. had a house, brother. You could have bought a fucking house with that money and you know, fuck you, dude. Yeah, or... <laughs> fuck you, or, fucking Thailand, brother. Or you could have <laughs> run away from Russian dudes armed with AKs. Yeah. From a fucking, we'll get to that one later. Yeah, either way. Look, I, we're at the point in the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Justin, I, honestly, one of our favorite people to have on the show. You're a fucking blast. Everybody requests you to come back. I'm glad you were back tonight. Disgusting Justin. Disgusting yeah. Justin is back. Drinking bro of the week. Who's somebody that inspired you or, or made you the man you were today or the man you weren't? Jesus Christ. Like, who's something you said I don't want to be like? You can go there as well. Drinking bro of the week, man. Uh, dude, that's tough. I would say, to be honest, um, my, my old MMA coach, dude, he was a Marine as well. He was a Marine with uh, Fifth Marines, and he's a fucking badass, bro. He fought in Japan. Fifth is in Japan, right? No, no, no. They're, they're out of uh, Camp way, Pendleton. But, but uh, back in the day, yeah. Uh, yeah, back they in fought the day. There, yeah. No, I'm saying he he fought in Japan. Like, he has fights in Japan, and he's more like of a... He's like kind of like an older brother to me, right? But I had been with him since day one, and he ended up giving me a black belt. His name is uh, Adam Lin. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Adam yeah. Mann, uh, out of some fighter MMA in California, he, he fucking really pushed me. And, uh, I remember that's the last thing that happened before. Like it was like, Hey, you got to get out here to Texas. The guys need you. And he's like, Hey, I've in June, I'm getting my black belt. I'm like, all right, cool. Do it. But that was a guy. Yeah. Adam Lynn was the guy that uh, actually awarded him his black belt after 11 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It's crazy as shit. Cheers. That's awesome. Cheers, That's man. awesome. I don't know if he'll he'll probably listen to this. He'll say, oh, he'll go, I'll listen to a man when I get a chance. Well, but. luckily, this is a huge fucking show. Yeah. You could just send him a link to it. Yeah. yeah. That'll work. Yeah, That'll work. only 5.2 yeah. million listeners. You're good. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Right on, dude. Disgusting, Justin. God damn it, dude. You're one of the best in the biz. Thanks right for coming on. on. Thanks for having me, guys. We're, hey, will you come it, back? Dude. Yeah, fuck Because yeah, we're here for like another fucking... Six days. We come is, back on a couple yeah, of times. Let's do it, dude. This Great. is round two. Let's go three, four, five. When we're Why not? Yeah, Why you know. not? Uh, for discussion. I gotta tell you about Priscilla. You guys stay tuned oh. for Priscilla. <laughs> oh, stay so, tuned so far, we have Priscilla. Adam Lind, and we have the fucking first date breastfeeding situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we've got to have you back on yeah. we got to have you back Priscilla, on don't forget for her. disgusting justin dan holloway i'm ross patterson this is the drinking bros good night everyone <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>